0: Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful for your support of Encounter. And boy, do we need your support uh, to keep keeping on and to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. For more information about that, please go to thehopeencounter.org or email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, want to know who our listeners are and how this show is encouraging you. I did a message. uh, We're still in January, and I did a message a couple weeks ago, and the title of the message was Don't You Dare Go Another Year with Unhealed Wounds, Hurts, and Afflictions. And I want to talk to you today and tomorrow uh, about don't you dare go another year with unhealed wounds, hurts, and afflictions. And so, you know, every year... We always, one word that comes to mind is the word new. It's January. I mean, once January rolls around, it's Happy New Year. We say things like turning over a new leaf. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. What else is new? Nothing new under the sun. Out with the old, in with the new. There's a new kid in town. That's the Eagles. Better than the new kids on the block. You learn something new every day. A new dawn, a new beginning, a new day. I got some bad news, got some Good news, who watches the news? Can anyone trust the news? By the way, how old are the newsboys, and are they still touring? I'll just start new this year. Say hello to the new and improved me. I need a new lease on life. I need a new face. I need a new gut. I need a new body. Well, that's nothing new. It's brand spanking new. I got a new message. Got a new phone. Got a new car. Got a new standard. By the way, you must be new here. Did you learn anything new last year? Are you learning anything new this year? And that's typically the same old, same old. If we recap our year, you know, we start out the year in January. We've got all these resolutions, all these things we're going to do differently. We write them down. Two weeks into January, the first cold weather comes, and we say things are going to be new and different. And all of a sudden, Two weeks into into the year we break some of them and then we start saying, well, I can't wait for spring. Can't wait for spring break. Spring comes around and we can't wait for summer. Then we can't wait for fall. Then the holidays are here. Then the Christmas rolls around. And that, and that becomes the most difficult time of year because that's when people, like most of us, have unhealed wounds and hurts that the enemy uses to keep us occupied so that we miss the holidays and the gift that Christmas brings. And the last thing that the that the devil wanted for you to receive during this past holiday season was the, was peace, joy, love, power, and freedom that comes into your life from the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. But the problem is throughout most of the year, most of you cover up the pain with activities. And there's nothing like the holidays or, to bring up those wounds again. They all come back, especially from Thanksgiving all the way through Christmas. All the old wounds, the struggles, the trials, the difficulties. You see this so much uh, at the end of the year. It gets escalated. And trust me, in the beginning of a new year like we are right now, it doesn't let—it doesn't really let up. Uh, but they all come back at, uh, during the holidays. All the old wounds, the struggles, uh, and family blow-ups. Uh, and you know why? Because we have families. We have people in our lives with open sores. And all year, they go through an entire year trying to masquerade their pain. You have families like that. I've got families like that. And then all of a sudden, we all get together, maybe once or twice a year, and all hell breaks loose. And if I just and and the mindset is, if I just keep myself occupied, then I don't have to deal with it anymore as a way to escape it. But you never outrun it, do you? Some sit in church every week, but their pain is greater than their willingness. To be free from that pain and let Jesus heal them. Some people are like volcanoes; they just get they they are like dormant for years. But at some point, that volcano is going to blow because they stuff and they stuff and they stuff and they stuff their emotions. They never let it out. They never talk it out. They never pray it out. They they never talk to others about it. They never find wholeness and healing from it. But here's the deal: you see, when in Luke four, Jesus stood up when he was thirty years old and he said, "This the Spirit of the Lord is on me." because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So here we have people who are stuck in their hurts, stuck in their issues, stuck in their pain. In essence, and this is the most horrible place that you can ever get to, people have made peace with their pain. If you're listening, I hope you have not made peace with your pain. Where well, you've walked around with this pain for so long. But I just want you to see this contrast, this picture of Jesus on the other side of your pain, saying, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. And He has anointed me to proclaim good. I've got good news if you've got pain. I've come to set you free. If you're blind, I want to make you see. If you're oppressed, I want to free you. Because this is the year of the Lord's favor. You see. That's the story of hope. That's the story of 2023. The Father gave Jesus a message for people who know that they don't have the resources to get out of the place that they're in. They don't have the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the natural resource, the strength, the willpower, and the means to get out of the pain that you're in. In essence, they have made peace with their pain. I'd like to get out, but I can't. I can't get out. I can't forgive. I can't let go. I'd like to be healed. I'm tired of the pain. I'm tired of the birthdays. I'm tired of getting together at Christmas and having all those bad memories flood my brain once again. But here's Jesus on the other side. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, He sent me to set the captives free. I mean, the word says He's close to the brokenhearted and He rescues those that are crushed in spirit. And here we are. We find ourselves brokenhearted because we're held captive to our pain and strongholds, and we won't give it to Jesus to let Jesus heal us, to hold us, to love us, to forgive us, and to set us free once and for all and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Oh, we'll try and do anything to alleviate the pain. We we tried to drink our way out, work our way out, suppress our way out, blame our way out, deny our way out, even yell our way out. But here's Jesus on the other side of that, and he's saying, but wait a minute. I came to give sight to the blind. You have peace with your pain. You may be tired of your pain, but the Father sent me to heal you. The Father sent me to to love you, to set you free. See, there's a life that God has for you and me. And if you don't allow Him to infiltrate your light with His love, His grace, and His forgiveness, you're going to open yourself up to oppressing voices, like you're a loser. Just end it all now. And you see this a lot at the end of every year. Don't trust God in this situation. End your life. End this misery. You see, broken hearts lead to open wounds if they're not healed. And open wounds, if they're not healed, lead to an avenue of oppressing voices. See, the devil hates you. You have to know this if you're listening. The devil hates you because you are the center of God's heart and the apple of his eye. God loves you with an everlasting love. And I want to tell you today, you don't have to wait to be healed. And I have come. And you're listening. Maybe you didn't even... Tune into this radio station, uh, but somehow you found it today. And I want to tell you today that you're listening to Jesus himself saying, you don't have to wait to be healed. I have come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I have come to tell you that you don't have to wait another year. You can be healed today. I'm here to tell you. To never let the devil with all his trick schemes and strategies take you out or delay your healing another year. Don't you dare go another year with unhealed wounds, hurts, and afflictions. Because if you allow the enemy to control the dialogue, he'll send you all these terrible D's in your life that'll derail you. The first one is disappointment. Well, I don't have, you know, it's, it, you'll here's the mindset with disappointment. It's always what I don't have instead of what I do have. And all of a sudden, you lose gratitude because you're always thinking about your disappointments. And he'll throw another D at you. He'll make you discontent. I don't feel happy. I don't feel needed. I don't feel significant. I don't feel loved. I don't have what I need. I don't have what it takes for me to be the person that God has called me to be. You let that D take control of your life. It'll lead to discord, division, and disdain, dissension, gossip, slander, complaining, whining, arguing, causing problems all all the time. Why? Because he's throwing another D on top of that. Discouragement Satan goes You're never going to get any better Things are never going to change It's only going to get worse Why do you even try And discouragement is a fiery dart and a lie from the pit of hell. Then he throws difficulties at your life. He makes things appear real difficult. Why is this so hard, you start saying? Why is this so hard to make my marriage work? Why is it so hard to get a job? And difficulty is a fiery dart when nothing is impossible for God. And then he throws delays at you, another terrible D. Why is this taking so long? I wanted this to happen by now. It hasn't happened. I thought I'd be in a better place from now. And delays are fiery dart. And when all those Ds start mounting up, then he throws some other D's on top of that. And the first one is desperate. He'll make you desperate. You know what happens when you when you get desperate? You go ahead of God. You don't wait on God. And you don't trust God to do what only God can do. And when you get desperate like that, guess, guess what else happens in your life? He throws another D at you. Doubt. Oh, he starts making you doubt. This step is the danger zone spiritually. See, we become cynical and question things that were completely settled in our hearts in the past. And although we are sometimes shocked by our doubts, we feel helpless to stop them. You see, the devil will get you doubting your beliefs instead of, he'll get you you to doubt your beliefs all the time. And in essence, you should believe your beliefs and doubt your doubts. And doubt will open up the door to the next D, and he's really good at this. He'll give you a detour. See, the devil will always provide alternative routes and options for your life, even good ones. So you'll miss the God-ordained options for your life. See, the devil will always provide an illegitimate route for you to get a legitimate need met. And the next D that he throws at you if you let all these Ds pile up is disbelief. Disbelief or unbelief is the final form of doubt. We have trouble believing those who represent God and believing the scriptures, which takes us to the next step, disillusionment. Boy, this is a bad place. You see, when, when you're disillusioned, that causes us to want to drop out of a marriage or a ministry or a commitment that we knew the Lord had called us to in the past. We lose our God-given vision. We feel as if we're in a dark hole. And unless we take the steps to freedom, it's going to set us up for another, for another D, another deep level of, here it is, Deception. And when we enter this into the step of deception, we believe the lies about ourselves and the lies about others. And those who are deceived often don't realize that they are the ones being deceived. And, And deception nearly always starts with an unmet expectation somewhere in our lives. And this small seed of deception sprouts, roots, and grows until it becomes a large plant and sets us up for one of the most destructive deeds, and that's disobedience. When we live in disobedience to God's Word, we eventually enter into a stage of living with bitterness. That's why the Hebrews writer says in 12.15, See to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See, your disobedience just doesn't affect you. It affects many. Disobedience to the scriptures is sin, and disobedience and bitterness will open up the door for the devil to eventually destroy you. And that that leads us to the next step, despair. See, when we enter into the step of despair, we lose all hope that we talked about earlier in the week on the Encounter Radio Show, and we can enter into a deep depression The call and destiny of God on our lives is completely detoured. And those who do not receive God's grace to deal with the unmet expectations and disappointments will enter the final step of the devil's plan and that's destruction. And this is the place where our God-given vision and our destiny are completely destroyed. And that's the devil's ultimate plan, destruction by physical, emotional, and spiritual death. And in most cases, those whose lives and dreams and ministries have been destroyed by the devil have walked through these terrible deeds that were strategically laid out for them by the enemy. The sad truth is that they could have gotten off the path of the enemy's plan at any time and received grace and freedom to go on and fulfill their destiny. And friends, if that's you, you can get off this plan of the, of these terrible deeds and get on God's a plan for your life of freedom because Jesus came to proclaim the year of of the Lord's favor because if you don't he the devil's just going to add another layer of terrible deeds like deception distorting the word of God disguising himself as an angel of light and he damages by stealing killing and destroying and deceives and dupes by blinding accusing and hindering tune in tomorrow for the conclusion of this important message thank you for tuning in